0: Hi and welcome to this podcast and in this session I want to talk about thinking about global value chains. Now you may be familiar with the idea of value chains as uh, originating in Porter's classic work on value chain analysis. So maybe it's useful that we actually start our thinking there before we then segue into global value chains. So in terms of value chain analysis then we need to th- typically we would think about what are the primary activities and support activities that enable us to do what we do and create value both for the organization but specifically for the customer so the value chain describes the activities within and around the organization which together create a product or service and the value chain separates these activities into a sequential chain but typically we should think of it as a system of primary and support activities that sort of blend and weld together to um, achieve uh, the the product or service that we're seeking to develop. So I would say, at least in a strategic sense, a value chain is really based around organising the firm's resources into activities which has performed really well should form some capabilities. Now classically the value chain analysis is then used to think about well actually which activities do we do really well and where do we have capabilities. Because where you do not have capabilities it might be more sensible to outsource or offshore some of those activities either to reduce their cost in the sense of offshoring or in the sense of outsourcing to capitalise on capabilities held by specialist uh, partners, in that respect. So, in many ways, that, that initial step, those initial sets of steps to think about, well, what do we do really well and can others do some of these steps better than us, is actually planting the seed for global value chains because global value chains then encompass all the global partners needed for you to service your markets effectively in that respect. So global value chains then are really a powerful managerial tool to help you understand not just which activities have competitive advantage potential but also to think about the cost and value of activities, linkages between activities and where they should be based and of course this is very much the issue in relation to thinking in a global sense and having or locating partners really from all over the world. So on the one hand the classic danger of conducting value chain analysis solely as an internal exercise is or in isolation is that it can become a cost-driven effort where you may inadvertently remove some activities primary or support that look like they're not important initially but may either be the roots of capabilities or be the roots of future capabilities. So for instance if you were to look at Amazon's value chain in 2005 one of the things that it had done was outsource delivery. Now what it has realized is delivery is fundamental to the success of its business and actually is fundamental to its capabilities around order fulfillment. And if you think about the evolution of Amazon from what used to be the world's biggest online shop to what is really not just an advanced technological business but also an advanced logistics business. Much of Amazon's value does not simply come from selling goods on its website. It comes from its ownership of Amazon web services and servers. It comes from not just, again, selling products, but it comes from how it's gone going to set that up in terms of creating a fully enriched fulfillment service that can both, both host products, sell the product, take payment and arrange delivery. And all of that captured in one is not just individual capabilities, but sets this core competence around fulfillment, which it then sells as a service to entrepreneurs and businesses that can sell via Amazon's uh, marketplace. So, you know, in 2005, it outsourced delivery only to realize its crucial strategic importance as part of a bigger set of activities that would form capabilities and competencies around fulfillment that it can use to create wealth and of course Amazon now is fundamentally different in that sense and that can in many ways reveal the power of an effective value chain analysis. So if we start taking this a step further then and think about global value chains then really we are thinking about the entire network of suppliers, channel partners that we need in order to reach our customers across the globe and global value chains of course are highly important when you are a multinational enterprise but even if you're a single domestic enterprise think about what is going on in your global value chain where the costs are where are they increasing which partners you need to rely on especially if you are drawing um, on support activities and i would say in many ways understanding global value chains is not simply a case anymore of looking at internally your primary and support activities and your immediate set of um, supply partners shall we say. I think it's really a case of looking more deeply at the ecosystem and buyer supply networks that you're operating in and this has enormous implications because even something as simple as a bicycle for instance Involves components literally from all over the world and the bicycle is a relatively straightforward simple Product if you start then stretching that out and start thinking in terms of far more complex products Let's take a car for instance Then think about the global value chain for a car you think about the raw materials but also things like microchips. And we know that, for instance, in 2020 through 2022, there's been a considerable microchips shortage, which has had a bearing on that particular industry. In fact, has even ground production to a complete halt. So global value chains then raise considerable coordination issues and is probably among the single most critical strategic issues when it comes to understanding where you have both strategic opportunities and strategic danger points in relation to your global value chain and therefore in leveraging this ecosystem of capabilities which in my mind is what a global value chain fundamentally is. It's an ecosystem and network of um, dispersed capabilities. Again, it may be tempting to look at this as an operational issue because we classically would think of, say, supply chain as an operational issue. What I'm trying to emphasize is that if you are looking at the business strategically from a capability viewpoint and one of your tools is the value chain, then you need to think in global value chain terms, thinking about the essential partners that are required to deliver your strategy. And again, I think the most effective way of doing this is to think about the global value chain as an ecosystem of dispersed capabilities. Because in doing so, you can begin to really understand where major strategic pinch points to delivering upon a strategy, to fostering and developing your competitive advantage, and to continue to effectively service your um, customers and markets against your competitors is going to come from. Remember, at the end of the day, if we were to distill strategy all the way down, it's how do you develop and maintain and sustain positive performance differences or performance heterogeneity between you and your competitors. If that achievement is reliant on globally dispersed capabilities sitting in a global value chain, It doesn't just become an operational issue. It is a fundamental strategic issue that is highly relevant to global strategy. So I hope this uh, set of thoughts on global value chains was useful to you. And we'll look forward to the next podcast. Thank you.